Welcome to In The Loop, a podcast show. We're not really sure what it's going to be yet, but um, this is our first episode. Um, we're excited to kind of share our opinions about tech reviews, tech uh, blogs that we post on our website, Loop Bros, and uh, kind of some personal events in there we'll, we'll be rolling in as well. So I'm your host, Josh Gorl. I am a uh, cloud consultant, a cloud architect. Um, I do a lot of uh, work with the Microsoft space, um, Microsoft Azure, uh, Modern Workplace with Microsoft Teams, done a lot of SharePoint work in the past, uh, Teams Voice, you name it, Microsoft. I've probably touched it at one point or another, especially if, especially if it's in the cloud. So um, that's a little bit about me. My co-host here is with me today uh, on the first episode of In The Loop, Brad Gorl. Brad, my brother, obviously, is the very unique last name, um, kind of suggests. Tell uh-huh. us about yourself. Well, I'm a uh, Pittsburgh Technical College student. Uh, I'm fifth term, got one more term left. I'm studying information technology, emphasizing in network administration uh, and database development. Uh, I transferred out of West Virginia University, wasn't feeling it. Josh uh, has a history in WVU, but... Yeah, so what didn't you like about WVU? That's a good place to start. So you're... uh... Somebody who went from a four-year degree, um, I guess I didn't talk about that part of it because I'm graduated now, but you're uh, taking a four-year degree track like me and then decided to switch out to a two-year associate's degree Mm -hmm. track. So talk a little bit about what led you to that uh, decision, what technical areas you liked and didn't like uh, in both. I'm sure there's areas of PTC you don't like now as well. So Um, I didn't get many tech classes in West Virginia University, which... Is the main reason as to why I left. Uh, on top of that, was the uh, uh, money it was to be in West Virginia University. So I do know that that is one thing um, that I. It took a while to get used to it at WVU, but for a four-year degree, it's kind of across the board, right? So um, pretty much the first two years, you're introduced to very little to your actual major, where oh, yeah. you're taking chemistry and and See, biology some of that i find interesting absolutely I wanted, to, I wanted to major in psychology um but you know i did a, a minor uh in that for a while and ended up switching to computer science but you're absolutely right and i think it's for people that go in not knowing what they want but you and i both were we didn't know quite exactly what area of tech we wanted to be in because i definitely switched my major too. delayed me a year you obviously know um mm-hmm. but i think that um people in our space know a little bit better about what they want. They don't need to be so generic. I kind of wish they would focus in on different areas of just tech degrees or something like that for people that definitely are going to go into tech like we did. Yeah. The the money was a big issue. Um, And then, like I said, I mean, I was only there for a semester and a half, but I didn't like the structure of how big the classes were. Um, My math class had about 200 people in it. So if you were trying to ask them a question, it took about an hour and a half to get that one question uh, answered from them. If you were lucky, I didn't really care for it. And I'm not saying PTC is perfect. Classes are much smaller. It's about 20 people in the class, if that. I think now my biggest class is nine. And that's just because everybody, you know, windowed out and whatnot. Um, So um, how often do you ask questions in PTC. Do you think you ask more questions because of the smaller class size? Oh, yeah, for sure. And instead of, (laughs) instead of uh, actually like waiting to raise my hand or whatever, I interrupt them, you know, like if some teacher is trying to say this one thing and you're like, oh wait, I gotta raise my hand. You're all the way in the back in the lecture hall and nobody's gonna see you or hear you or pay attention to you. 
Right. So um, that's a little bit about us, and I'm sure more stories of our our technical and and professional past uh, will we'll mix into this podcast as well, or the show as well, whatever you want to want to call it. So we have a short agenda, but we like to not like to. This is obviously our first one, but. In our, th- our heads and in the theory of this, we wanted to keep it pretty raw. Um, you know, our actual opinions, this isn't scripted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not one of those podcasts. And I don't really like podcasts personally that are, it's like an audio book, right? You're reading off of, off of it's something. It's like one of the biggest things uh, you could tell about the podcasts on different people are if they are doing it for a monetary value or if they're doing it just for fun. And obviously we're just doing it for fun, you know. So I think that, um, you know, what we did is we have a short agenda um, and it's just very high, uh, high, you know, high points, high topics, whatever you want to call them, that we're going to go through. Um, and we had a little time to kind of think through it. So we're not kind of sitting here in a bunch of blank space, but um, we kind of are going to give each of our opinions back and forth. Uh, it's going to be a very, I would say, wide episode. There's going to be probably ones that focus in on a specific uh, area, maybe We'll do a whole show about, you know, the differences between WVU and PTC and what we think is better. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do a whole sure. show on some of these items that we're talking about today. But this is just kind of a broad spectrum to kind of see what sticks. We're throwing a lot at the wall and, and we'll see what happens. So starting with, uh, if you follow our, our blog on loopbros.com, uh, there's a lot of, of phone reviews. Specifically from me. <laughs> Specifically from you. Phone reviews, phone blogs, um, you know, what you like, what you don't like, what your daily driver is, etc. So... From an early age, uh, obviously, our dad had a, a big access to a bunch of old school flip phones and always had a different Swear smartphone. Yeah, yeah, every week. Yeah. I know. And um, he had different phones for different like reasons in life. Hey, I'm going to play basketball. I'm bringing my basketball phone. Back when it was much easier to switch those kind of things, sure. right? So um, we always, even from a young age, you know, got his hand-me-downs and we're, we're playing with different tech. And it's probably why we like doing it so much now. So... The first question on our agenda is, what is your favorite phone of all time? Now, that's a loaded question, and I want to kind of to, to, uh, explain a little bit uh, what I mean by that. So not just your favorite phone right now, because obviously the flagship's probably going to be your favorite. Your daily driver is probably mm-hmm. your favorite. Yeah. That's an easy question. I'm talking about of all time. So sure, the daily driver you have now, it's a great phone, I'm sure. Sure, it might be your favorite phone of all time, but... Is there a phone, even if it's outdated now, even if you wouldn't pop your SIM back into it, what phone is just that special phone for you? And I think if you read my blog, you'll know what mine is. So I'll let you go first. Uh, I don't know if I even mentioned this, and I might have uh, in the uh, Note 1, but uh, my favorite phone of all time is the uh, Samsung Galaxy Note 8. Uh, I had that phone back in about 2017, I think it was, right? That sounds sounds Something around that 2017 summer. And I kept it for about a year. And that's like the first phone I ever had that I didn't look at the next phone. Like, I want to upgrade to this next phone. I loved it. It was perfect. It was perfect for me. Uh, the only reason why I upgraded was uh, because you, you wanted to get the S9. because you're. Well, next. I had burned it. Yeah. I, I, it was I was bad. fine. <laughs> I was fine. I was happy with it. It was, I mean, the performance was excellent. The camera was fine from that standpoint. Looking back now on these flagships, obviously, it doesn't stand to the iphone or the pixels or even the samsung's now but um it was a perfect phone in my opinion so why did you not upgrade to the note 9 uh the note 9 (laughs) isn't that the phone that was exploding no that was a 7 i think oh oh, no no the note 9 they updated the battery uh the battery they 
for the Note 7, it was like 4,000 or something milliamps, and they lowered it down to like 35, 37. Because they were the, exploding. Yeah. And then they went back to what originally thought was the exact same battery. And you and I went, and we felt the S9. And as much as I hate to admit it, even from you know a current uh, Note 10 in my pocket, or Note 10 Plus, for if you will, the stylus is pointless. Um, nobody ever uses it. Cool. You could use it to drop down a few notes, like I said in my uh, blog, but on a regular basis, no one uses it. And uh, we preferred the um, curved edge, um, curved edges, if you will, on the S9. It just felt better in the hand and the pocket. So that's actually an interesting transition to my favorite phone. So I'll pop in here. I, we were just talking about this yesterday, so you know uh, where I'm heading with this. My favorite phone of all time, hands down, without question. I feel like you should also tell them what you're, which you're Oh, sitting. I will. Oh, I will. My favorite, favorite of all time is uh, the OnePlus 6T. Um, I currently have a OnePlus 7 Pro as my daily driver. Uh, I love the phone. It's great. Um, and I probably wouldn't switch back. Uh, but uh, there's something about the 6T. I don't know what it is. I like the flat screen. Oh, yeah. where That's the transition, right? So back in the yeah. day, we were like, curved edge. That's awesome. And now I'm kind of over well, the it. The 7, it was 7, 6 edge or 7, Samsung S7 edge. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. And it was cool. And I don't really use the, the edge screen on any of the devices at all yeah. so and it, it was cool at first because it was new and different but i just like the way the 6t feels in the hand i think it's a, it's I, it could be just because of the curved edge versus non-curved edge but to me it feels like the dimensions are a little bit different mm -hmm. i didn't do my homework on that one uh, it could be the same but it just feels better proportioned to me if it's it's if it's different like length and width wise maybe uh, if not it's just the flat screen it just feels more solid and it almost makes the screen look better to me i don't know why i just yeah. like the way it looks um it's not like a glare on this side right I right mean, you have to be like in a pretty dark area if you're out in the sun even though you can't see it it's they, still bright enough to read it yeah and, and that's the thing is i wouldn't switch back and i even joked yesterday with you that mm -hmm. that phone out of every phone i've ever had to, i've never even considered wow maybe i'll switch back to a quote-unquote worse Phone. I mean, on, on paper, on paper, yeah, on has, paper, but like that one is my one first phone. Camera, I would consider. So just a quick uh, question for you, if you, if you will, uh, the pop up camera. If you could make the OnePlus Seven Pro have a camera hole punch on the screen, like the teardrop, or do you stick with the pop up camera? The pop up camera, I feel, is cool, and I feel that it kind of in a way well this phone in general i guess the 7 pro brought oneplus into kind of flagship territory um both in price and in performance and unfortunately and, in price but even with price i mean it was like 7.99 out the door or something like that yeah and for a flagship with those specs it's insane um so even that considered you know it's still a cheap phone but it's it's pop popping up there in price and i think what they did is made the pop-up camera Kind of in the same way Samsung's now trying to lead the the, sh the ship, the flagships, with the folding glass. And they kind of had some issues with that, but they at least tried it, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, um, Apple doesn't have to do it because they did it with the iPhone and they're holding on to that. You yeah, know, and they forever. will do it whenever and it's finally. Good for yeah. them. Once they once they need to, maybe they'll do the flip up, like all the. the, the it's actually strong, not plastic. Yeah, exactly. So I think that why OnePlus did that is, sure, it's a. Uh, maybe gimmicky thing, um, and I personally would just put a a hole, a punch hole back in. Um, but I do think that 
they did it strategically. So when that happens, you're sit, standing on a, on a bus or walking down the street and something pops out of your phone. That, that's an eye catcher. Yeah. And that might catch somebody, a geek like you or me's attention and be like, what is that? And what did you just do? Um, and some and, people say you don't need to, you know, use the uh, um, pop-up camera on those devices as a uh, face unlock. I mean, we kind of debunked that. We You unlocked my iPhone with the <laughs> super face ID technology. Yeah, yeah we, we, we look very similar. <laughs> so um, I think that I have been using it, actually, and I, I have to tell you why. I thought, and I guess I knew this because it's the same on pretty much every Android phone I have, but I just didn't think of it this way, and I don't know why. You can use both. And I never noticed it until maybe you this have two both two cell phones. No, no, not not both phones. You can use Face ID and oh. or Face Unlock and the thumbprint. Mm-hmm. And I guess I never thought of it till just now, live on this podcast. And I'm coming to the realization that I never noticed it before because it didn't matter. It could be looking for my face or not. The hole is there, and either the camera's on or off. It's irrelevant to me, but. I notice it on the OnePlus because when you unlock the device, either you press the button or you double tap to wake it up or whatever, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the lock screen shows, not, yes. the, not the always on display thing, which it yeah. doesn't have always on technically, but you know what I mean? The lock screen shows if you, and that's where the thumbprint is in the, in the screen, you can press your thumb and it unlocks no camera movement. Mm-hmm. You only get the camera movement if you swipe up okay. to where it says enter your pin. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, opposite i guess sort of of apple where on the the iphone you swipe up and it starts the face id thingy um you can actually just you know click and unlock it but then you have to swipe to get to your, get right. into your yeah so this one is you swipe to get the face id mm-hmm. uh and I, that's worked out really well for me so most of the time you're right it's sitting on my desk here in my office where we're recording if i get a notification or if i need two factor i double tap and then i press the unlock button and boom i'm unlocked mm-hmm. i that would be un- inconvenient for me to pick up my phone and have a face id so i wouldn't use it anyway but where i have used it if, if i'm sitting on the couch and i'm like you know lean back and you know in a comfortable position and i'm like i don't know my i don't have a good reach on my phone or grip on my phone phone or Or if I'm carrying something in and I want to look at my phone, some I have something in my hand, you know, Mm -hmm. it's very nice to just flip up. The camera flips up. So it's not every time I unlock my device, which probably would break the hinge in there. It could do like, like 300 times, 300 times a day or something. I think it was five years. Yeah. Still, I mean, I'm going to have a new one plus probably uh, within (laughs) that time. So I probably would say a couple months. Yeah. Um, so I've been actually using it and it works really well. Um, it's pretty silent. Uh, it's really quick. It doesn't stay up there very long. It's very I mean, accurate other than you and I, which we haven't, huh, the surface is the only thing that doesn't let you in, right? Months, uh, yeah. yeah. We need to keep trying that. So, um, yeah, I, I think the favorite phone for me is the, the OnePlus. I can't say enough good about it. If, like OnePlus, if you're listening, kudos to you guys that the, the phone, I don't know what it is. I love my Samsung that I traded you, mm-hmm. um, you know, the iPhones they used, they were good. Um, I'm not going to bash on Apple in this, this podcast as we'll get to here in a minute, but, um, there's something about the one plus, I don't want to, don't know what it is, but me and the one plus we jive. I like it. Okay. So obviously if I had to say, what's your favorite operating system for a, a cell phone, you choose the um, OnePlus. Oxygen, yeah. Yes. And I don't know why I even sort of like it better in a way than, uh, than the Pixel. So, you know, my wife has a Pixel. Mm -hmm. It's the first time I said that on a podcast ever. So there you go. We got married over the weekend. 
which was congratulations. Fun. We'll talk about that maybe in the ending. <laughs> Most popular um, blog. Yeah, that was fun. So um, she has a a a Pixel what three? I think just a Pixel three. Yes, and I used it, you know, here and there. And there's features of it I like, like the automatic um, music detection thing. That, That's really that cool. is sweet. And uh, there's features of it I like, but the, I, I don't know. It's Oxygen has some things that make my life easier without putting a bunch of bloatware crap on it I don't care about. I Where Samsung put, like, uh, here's a big thing for me. By default, on that Samsung phone that I gave you, and could be other Samsungs, mm -hmm. there's a Game of Thrones app. <laughs> and I'm halfway through Game of Thrones, and I accidentally touched it one day. I, I was trying to delete it. I tried to move it. I don't know if I could delete <laughs> it. And it launched. And I'm like, I swear, I think if I see disable, a spoiler. Disable it for yeah. whatever reason, yeah. I'm like, if I see a spoiler, because I accidentally touched on this preloaded app that I didn't want in the first That's place. That's one thing that I hate about Samsung, and Samsung's notorious for doing it. But and even Microsoft, I don't care about Candy Crush. Oh, or yeah. all these applications that they're installing on. Like, I don't care. I don't want it. Now, something about Microsoft, a lot of those apps are just pointers. So even on like like the stock apps, mm -hmm. I've noticed this because it annoyed me once. I think it was with Netflix, I think. Okay. When like you open the start menu and there is the Candy Crush and yeah. all that crap, if you click on it, it look it downloads it. Oh, okay. So they're so free it's just apps. There showing so it's you a pointer. It's still annoying. Yeah. Uh, but I think on Microsoft well, it's just a pointer. Samsung's and but Samsung's isn't, and yeah. sometimes they don't let you delete it, and it well, just says disable. And, that's dumb. Yeah. And I almost, I swear, if I would have saw. Somebody's head getting chopped off from Game of Thrones that I didn't see yet. Oh, I'd be so mad. But yeah. So yeah, favorite phone of all time for me, definitely OnePlus. Um, Note and I think it's the same way with you, where it's not the novelty factor, and you don't really know what. I mean, obviously your phone's better. You know, the Note 10 is obviously better than a Note 8. They're not going to downgrade in the same way with yours. But I feel like if someone gave me a Note 8 and said, hey, put your SIM back in it, I would actually be like giddy. Like, I'll be, okay, sure, you know, let's go. And I, I have that with the 6T, and that's really real, making me realize that I put much, or I guess I should say I put much too little, I don't want to say faith, what am I looking for here? I put much too little uh, importance when I pick a phone in form factor. But that, that, I mean, that is the I mean, reason I like the 16 that's better. That's kind of what hands I was down. going on my uh, iPhone 11 blog. Like, I prefer that form factor, the 6.2 inches versus the, I think it's a 5.9 or something like that. Or the bigger uh, well, iPhone 11 Pro Max or whatever it's mm -hmm. called this year. I just like the form factor of the iPhone 11. It's the happy medium. Um, and I think, at first I thought, because I always like the form factor of something new, and I'll, specifically when we went to Note 8, mm -hmm. we loved it. Then we thought, it's kind of big. Then we went to what? And your uh, burning. And my burning. Then we went to S9 Plus. Yeah, S9 Plus. Then and we then went. You stop. You hold. I did. I went to the S10 Plus, which was a nightmare. At first, at and then you fixed it. Yeah. Uh, but... What I was getting at, though, is none of those times I thought, oh, what new phone am I getting? I never once considered form factor. I just performance and what yeah. type of I phone mean, it honestly, is. I mean, honestly, performance isn't. But every time I obviously said, you, you, you heard me say, I love this form factor. I remember we were sitting in AT&T. We both said it at the same time for the S9 Plus. Mm -hmm. And I said it again when I got the Note 10 back. Yep. And what I thought about just recently, I don't have it in my office here, but when I picked up the OnePlus 6T, mm -hmm. I liked that form factor better than my new phone. When I put the SIM in the OnePlus 7 Pro, yeah. I was like, ooh, 
Like, I don't actually like that as much. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not enough for me to go back because performance and RAM and all of that. I also feel like what is what we're getting at here as well is older cell phones are great. You know, like the OnePlus 6T, that's, I mean, it's not old. I think it's almost a year, two, two, and not November. Mm. So a year and a half. Because now the 8's out were released. Coming, yeah. And then the 8T um, in this November area. But uh, that phone, you know, it's faster than most phones out there. You know, I'd put it up to the S10s right now and the S20, you know, blew it away. But the S10 is a year old phone and I'd put it money right next to it. And I don't see it slowing down at all. You know, it doesn't have all the bloatware or anything. Um, similar to the Note 8, you know, I have a couple friends that I still know that, you know, use it on a daily and they never had an issue with performance. So, I mean, I'm not going to say, I'm going to tell people to do this. I'm not going to listen to my own <laughs> advice, but you don't need to upgrade every year. Oh, yeah. And what's funny about that, too, is I did technically downgrade from a Note 10 Plus to a 6T. And the reason I ended up switching my Note to, for your oh, yeah. and now mine 7 Pro is I wasn't putting this in back in the the, the Note 10. I loved the 6T that you, much. I told you, Josh. Trade like, for the hmm. OnePlus 7 Pro. Note 10 straight up. I was mm. happy with mine. You were happy with yours, but we like testing new things and you didn't want to do it. And this is true. So speaking of testing new things, something that relatively recently happened was, and I, I, I wrote a blog on this too, so we won't you know touch too long on this. We don't want to bore you um, with all the details that you could get there. But we talked about favorite phone. What's, What's next? the favorite tablet? Uh -huh. And I'll tell you my story first. Sure. And then you have some some recent events with the tablet world so you can give your, mm -hmm. your story. Yeah. So right now, I wrote a blog on kind of tablet wars between the Pro 6, the iPad Air 3, right? And the Galaxy oh. Tab yeah, S5. Three, they don't call it the 3, though. They just call it right. In the like, settings, sure. they call it the 3 and Whatever. whatnot. But the newest, the newest uh, iPad Air. So I had some mixed opinions on that. Um, and you, you might disagree with me here because of recent events. But I would definitely say if you had to buy one as your only device phone aside is your only computer your daily computing device not your communication device sure. i would pick the pro 6 obviously is it the best laptop no you could get better spec things you could upgrade that thing crazy though you can get it like terabyte uh i think 16 gigs of ram to? it doesn't matter if you could have one computing device one that if because somebody, there's things on the iPad and there's things on the if Samsung. Somebody just use it for media. They See, don't need that's, all the words. That's a power. slippery. That's a slippery slope. Because if you're just having one, you're gonna run into a case where you're gonna say the words, "I wish I had a computer." And right now, there is only one tablet that is truly both. Okay. So in my and you could disagree with me on on, on your. I don't favorite and your favorite tablet conversation, but I would say, as I said in that blog. You know, that is really the only one that truly does both. And you, okay. you can have both. Let's put the tablet is a little bit weird. And I think it's only weird necessarily because of its size, its thickness, it's heavy. And it's the one plus, or not the one plus, the um, pro six, the pro six. Mm -hmm. It's, it's heavy, relatively speaking, and it's kind of awkward, um, mm -hmm. but it's plenty powerful and it works as a tablet. I've been using it on and off I as a tablet. I really cared for it as a tablet. And I've kind of forced myself to use it as a tablet because I have the Surface Book uh, 
with a performance base, the yeah. Surface Book 1 and the Surface Book 2 without performance base, and I use those as my daily computing devices. I'd probably prefer that more as a tablet because it's thinner. It is, and I've kind of played with that a little bit too. Speaking of the hinge on the Surface Book 1 is a little weird. Um, it's uh, more flimsy, I think, than the Surface Book 2, so I've been using that a little bit more. Anyways, regardless, if you're getting one, I would say Pro 6. Um, now, if we're truly talking pure tablet, because yeah, including a Pro 6 in there is kind of weird, and I did it just because it is kind of weird. It's sort of a tablet, but I mean, it's sort from, of not. If you buy it from the box, I mean, unless you get a bundle, you don't get a keyboard. You don't get a keyboard, right. So if we're talking pure tablet, you have a computer, I wouldn't recommend the Pro 6 as a tablet because you're truly looking for a yeah. media consumption device, and that's not it. Strictly tablet, I would never. I would pick the iPad. Um, and some of you listeners that know me out there, I know you have strong opinions about Apple. I know, I get it. I have your old iPad Air. Damn old quotes. Oh yeah, old <laughs> in quotes. You didn't see my quotes because we don't have the, we're gonna eventually do video here, but uh, we, we're kind of doing this off the cuff here and we, we didn't plan it. So we'll at least get a little bit more dressed up and not in sweatpants when we do that. So um, the iPad is just the best tablet media consumption device and it's even more than that right so i've had whole days at work where i've just worked on the ipad i've had microsoft teams meetings i've worked on word documents i fixed up some presentation powerpoints i you know chatted back and forth in teams multitasking opened you know multitasking on it is great can you do more multi-window features on the samsung sure but you can do three screens with one being temporary, mm -hmm. and, but it's, it stays there. You know, it doesn't go away as soon yeah. as you're done using it. Three screens, if you're doing more than that on that size screen, you're not being efficient with your screens. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I usually have like the document I'm working on, my main like work communications, and then I pop in and out messenger to talk to family and friends when, when they are sure. poking me at work. So that is, I've, I've worked an entire day like that. I can have the Microsoft Azure app. I can allocate, deallocate resources. Also, about the main thing that Apple just uh, did, I mean, probably about a year now, which was introduced iPad OS. Made so iPad, now they're yes. they made. They made you, I mean, you were saying it. The iPad up until about twenty eighteen ish is a big iPhone, and that's mm -hmm. what it was. You know, you didn't have any of the mouse support. You had a keyboard support, but it was a janky keyboard that folded up from um, iPad or Apple itself, but. Um, the new uh, mouse support, that's it's almost, changer. it's getting to the point where it's kind of a computer. And that's what I'm saying where, when you said if you could use one device, I mean, you've seen the new trackpad um, case they have out. I mean, that looks nice. The thing though about that is, and the thing that used to be the problem and now it isn't anymore is like tax software. Cause that's things that people usually buy. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's apps for that now, but think of stuff like that. There's going to be like, okay, case in point, you get, um, a uh, scan or something done at a okay, hospital. Okay, sure. They give you a CD. Okay. What do you do with it? What do you do with it now? I put it in one of my computers with a SuperDrive. Yeah, SuperDrive. Is SuperDrive iPad supported? I hope so. I don't know. I don't, test I don't think so. <laughs> do you have one that's <laughs> I, tested real I don't. Point? I don't. Well, maybe. I don't know. I'll have to look. But like, if something like that, I could, and especially because I see where that's going. Um, you know, if you had the Pro 6, like you could definitely use USB, you know, super drive sure. like yeah that's for sure but like people that only have one device probably don't want to have to think about what they can and can't do with that device because if they were given a cd they're going to be like i don't have a spot for it oh yeah exactly yeah. and they're not like 
and no shade on them. You know, there's people that I know like doctors and stuff that don't know how to use technology. I don't know how to fix your broken bone. You don't know how to put a CD in your iPad. I mean, it's the same thing, right? So and no shade on them. It's just what we do for a living. But people that are only going to have one device likely are going to have problems. So I think that the Pro 6 gives them the, the, much of the flexibility they need. Plus it's Windows. Most people this day and age have at least touched Windows before. Um, so. I'm saying for right now, I mean, if we're saying just tablets, the iPad for sure, um, for obvious reasons, most of which you stated. Um, but if it was one device for now, I'd give it to the uh, you know Microsoft uh, Pro. I think the 7 is out now. I think so, yeah. So whatever the new Pro 6, Pro 7, whatever it's called. So, But I think what if we have this conversation Samsung? in a year or two. Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll see where it, where it goes. Because yeah. we're getting mouse support. We're getting trackpad support. We have the it's keyboard getting, support. And Apple's finally listening to consumers, which props on them finally. Uh, you've seen every single iPhone, like the 6 that had the Ben Gates. And um, the designs have dropped down. The performance has been lackluster. And it hasn't changed much. Uh, the new iPhone 11, you know, they made it thicker, has a bigger battery, has awesome cameras. They're finally listening to what consumers have been They're like, we don't care saying. about it getting any smaller. Yeah, we want I don't features. care. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I want it actually a better battery. Right. So you have the, I think we're on the same page with the iPads. Now, our next item here is the iPad Air versus the iPad Pro, which is our conversation we can have in one second. Before we jump to that topic, I want to, you know, not beat the dead horse, but I, I, you recently got the Samsung tablet yeah you know my opinions on it i think it's a great tablet for what it is i think ipad os right now and i might have not had this opinion pre-ipad os but ipad os has made the ipad take the edge for me on tablet os it had nothing to do with the samsung's uh display its usability its you know performance it's just the feel of it the os didn't it just wasn't as good, in my opinion, as the iPad. So you have both now. Yeah. Um, what do you end both. up using the Samsung for? What's your opinions <laughs> of it? What do you think? Well, uh, this is going to be on the internet forever. But I use this Samsung for things that I wouldn't want to get my iPad, like, dirty for. So, like, it's in the shower next to my, like, water that's running down. Because if it gets wet, I, you know, use my towel to dry it off because I don't care, you know. I don't want to get my iPad damaged, but if my Samsung tablet gets damaged, you know, it's similar to like an old phone that I used to use that I kept in the shower for music. So you mean physically dirty, not digitally dirty. I don't want to know what you do in your internet. Uh, hey, it could be both. But <laughs> no, but like it's just playing music or whatever in the shower. And for that, you know, you don't want to use it. If I'm in the kitchen cooking something, I wouldn't use my iPad. I'd use my Samsung because, you know, if I get raw chicken on it, I can wipe it off with a Lysol wipe and not care. Uh, that's actually one of the biggest, like, I, you know, things, reasons why I like it. But the um, operating system, anytime I get from the Note, because I have the iPhone 11, so I kind of have the best of, you know, the iPhone and a tablet and the Samsung and another Samsung tablet. I feel like the Samsung tablet is copying what iPad did back in 2015 area, like I was talking to you about, where it's kind of just a bigger Samsung phone. So it doesn't have many features. See, what's funny though is I 100% I agree with you, but they added features in, like when I originally bought that tablet, like Dex and like- oh, Dex is already, uh, was it not? Well, and well, hold on. So they have Dex, they have mm -hmm. like the Windows support, they mm -hmm. have mouse and keyboard and sure. you can use USB stuff. Mm -hmm. And that. so that's why I bought 
that because it was more computer like it, so there's a spectrum between phone and computer right and, and it was a little bit more and right in the middle tablet it was a little more computer so yeah. that's why i ended up buying it but with ipad os they jumped so far ahead for because i always liked the flow i hate that word but it has to be that okay. word the flow of the ipad operating system better because i feel like operationally they're doing little tweaks to make very like it's not groundbreaking that you slide in from the right and that little multitask window opens yeah. and it's not groundbreaking that you can swipe up and just like an iphone switch it's that's not groundbreaking but i use that so much and it's so natural i don't have to sit there and think how do i do split screen you just do, do it, it. Yeah. like there's no thinking about it and everybody says that about ipad and i'm more of a guy like i have an android i have um Windows computers. I like customizing things. I like looking under the hood and playing mm -hmm. with it. When I'm on my iPad, and I guess I've worked from it, you know, whatever. Yeah. That was more of a test to see if I could more than anything. Um, you could. Which I could. But when I'm on my iPad 90% of the time, I just want to not think. <laughs> I want to watch a video. Read a book. I want to read a book. So, I want to, like, you know, watch it like a, a YouTube ch uh, channel, like you mm -hmm. said. Netflix. Uh, listen to net or listen to a, a podcast or something sure. like that while I'm cooking. Um, I don't want so to you think. Need another tablet. I don't want to. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll just wipe the iPad off. I don't care. But um, I will say that I bought that Samsung because it was more um, computer like. But you're exactly right. I think they both kind of made a jump, and the iPad made Hear a jump in out. front of it. And so you speaking about this, I mean, we talk about technology to each other like this all the time, which is why we said, you know, let's make a podcast and mm -hmm. think it'll be interesting. I just thought of something that I think Apple could do, it would be relatively easy to do, and it would be groundbreaking in my opinion. In fact, I would probably buy a new iPad, even though I already have and pretty much the newest iPad out, and there's new ones out, the 11 and 12, but it's a small jump forward. What would you do if coming tomorrow, they release a, uh, I don't want to call it a DeX competitor, but a DeX competitor. So you could plug in your tablet to a monitor and instead of it just showing you what's on the screen, it gives you like a computer feel. Then my answer for the Pro Six might change. That um, would have, that would be sweet. That would be sweet, and I think that I th I think that they would be working on that, and, and I, I would hope that they would that just make that an iOS update for iPads that are eligible for it. Mm -hmm. um, but you're right. I don't know that necessarily I'd run out and get one just for that because I have liked that ability with that tablet, like at hotels. So as a consultant, I travel a good bit. Mm -hmm. Rather than having to bring like a an adapter, like a Chromecast or one of the competitors to plug into the TV or a cable or deal with the hotel's weird channels that they have, yeah. figuring out what channel your show is actually on in this town, um, I used Dex yeah. and I brought a Bluetooth. Uh, I have a little foldable Bluetooth keyboard with a little trackpad. It's super light. Just throw that in your bag. I don't want to bring two computers. I don't want to bring my work computer and a personal computer because then, well, before TSA PreCheck and public service announcement, if you travel once a year, TSA PreCheck is worth it. So Even much less hassle. Once a year is good for five years. It's like 80 bucks or something. Oh, it's so awesome. Because before, I had a trip to Texas and I had my work computer, my client's computer, and a personal computer because I didn't have a tablet at the time. Mm -hmm. Three computers and they have to be in their own bin when you fly. Plus all my other crap I had, like my backpack, my carry-on, take yep. my belt yeah, off, take your shoes don't off. Don't forget about your, take your weight loss. Where oh, and that. Loose skin flags you, so you got to stand there for 10 minutes, and then they're backed up, and oh, it was a nightmare. So mm -hmm. do that. Um, but anyway, 
I still don't want to travel with that much, right? I don't want to bring my computer, work computer, and a tablet mm -hmm. because tablets are great for the plane. I don't want to bring out my whole computer. I almost exclusively work from my tablet on a, on a plane. But um, Dex was awesome for that because I just brought a cable. I brought that little two-in-one combo. I plug that guy in, lay in the bed, prop some pillows up so I can watch TV. I got some work done from the big screen. Light work because keyboard's not great, but um, light work and just watch TV. Um, and you have the full experience. So you're not holding a tablet in front of you laying in bed. You have that whole 55-plus-inch TV uh, to work from. So... I think that would be a game changer for people that um, aren't really into technology. They just want one device. They don't care. I just feel like we should have a challenge here soon. And I'm saying soon, like within the month, where we strictly use our tablet and I won't use my iPad because I don't think it's fair. I will strictly use my Samsung tablet via Dex mode and you will use your iPad Air and see if you can get through work strictly on that device. I would be willing to say I could. I mean, I did it for a day. I didn't do anything crazy. That's what I'm saying. Because that, that day, you blast. Um, I don't know. It depends on how work goes that day. Um, I know for me, you know, I have to go through a, a virtual machine to get into another virtual machine to get into my virtual machines because you know I'm working from you know or I'm going to school from home now because of the whole uh, COVID nineteen shutting down the entire world. So including my wedding, I'm still looking everything. About that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right, I'm sure we'll circle back around to that. So next, let's talk about favorite computer. I'm going to go for this one because it's going to be real quick. Surface, specifically Surface Book. Um, I own three Surface devices. I've owned four total, right? I also had the Pro mm -hmm. 3, which had its Making issues. A stupid noise. Um, the but engine. I loved that device for what it was. I uh, used that through college, and I purchased um a surface book 2 without the performance base first and i love it um and then i ended up finding I think on you the pro 6 first oh uh, you're right i did buy the pro 6 first then, yeah uh, and then i bought the surface book pro i bought the surface book pro 6 new well pro 3 then pro 6 pro, well yeah new. in college the pro yeah. 6 i bought new the surface book 2 i found on facebook marketplace um, from a guy that barely it. used it um <laughs> and it was a steal and i loved it uh, I use that for a good while, but every once in a while, like rendering these podcasts or any videos and stuff like that, it just got a little bogged down and I didn't want to get rid of it. I just wanted with something eight more gigs powerful. Right? Yeah. Eight gig with the, I think seventh generation i5. Make um, you upset that your more gigs. Than your yeah, I know. Um, so I searched the internet cause I didn't want to, you know, break the bank for a, a, a more powerful computer and I ended up finding one on Facebook Marketplace. It was a Surface Book 1, but it was with performance base, NVIDIA graphics card, 16 gigs of RAM, 512 SSD, um, and i7. I don't think I said that yet, but it's the sixth generation i7, the older one. Um, and they want and a, a Surface dock with a pen and the charger, obviously, and a case, I think, for 500 bucks. And I was like, there's something wrong with it. So I meet the guy and it was really beat up. But just on the casing, I didn't really care about that because I didn't really intend to travel with that much. It would be my Surface Book 2 because yeah. I got always connect to this one. Sure. I'm not going to probably be rendering these videos from there. I might be recording some, bring a GoPro for that. Uh, I probably wouldn't be editing them in a, in a hotel. Uh, so I was like, I don't really care. It's beat up. It's not going to be cloud facing. Stuff. I mean, you almost, I mean, that other stuff is probably worth about 500 right then. Yeah. Pencil was like That's 100. what I thought too. I'm like, even if it breaks in six days, 
that dock, I need it. I'm using it right now for this podcast. I use it all the time. It's awesome because I have the surface, like multiple surface devices. You never know which one I have when I come in the office for a meeting. So it's great. Took it home, got all my stuff set up, found out it had battery bulge on the screen because obviously the surface has two batteries, one in the base, one on the screen. Uh, it was out of warranty, contacted Microsoft and they informed me they had an extended warranty plan because this was an issue, uh, a reoccurring issue, it sounds like. So Microsoft they sent customer me, support. I don't want to bash any other customer support. Oh, it's... It's on But Microsoft point. is up there. I, I messaged them. They forced me, or no, I lied. So they sent me a new one. I had to send them my device first, which is kind of expected. They sent me a box to put it in with all the special stuff because it had a Didn't they send battery. you a new one as soon as you sent yours out? Not even yes, it didn't, it. it didn't have to wait till they got it. As soon as they scanned it in, they sent a new one to me. I got it like in a week. Uh, and I was like, well, I can use my other devices. They actually offered to put a hole in my credit card and they would send a new one. I just didn't want $3,000 hole in my credit card. So I was like, I have other devices. That's not really important. Mm -hmm. um, when I got the new one, it obviously was refurbished. It's a Surface Book 1. They don't make them new, I don't think, anymore. Um, so it was refurbished, but refurbished from Microsoft is practically brand new. Unfortunately, I did have an issue where it wouldn't charge unless it was with the dock which was weird. And I let that go on. I tried all the different updates. I tried to wipe it and do all the things that, you know, physically, with like physically in the, got the eraser and like went on forums and couldn't figure it out. So finally I contacted Microsoft again and I was like, Hey, look, not that I want to be ungrateful here, but if I am traveling, maybe not like out of the country or out of the town, but to the coffee shop and I need to charge it, I won't be able to, cause I need the dock and I'm not carrying around the dock. Yeah, that's weird. And uh, they were like, oh, really? And they did all the troubleshooting stuff. And it's fun with Microsoft. They actually are the only customer service that listens to me when I say this. I'm like, look, I'm a Microsoft consultant. I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. And I hate when you call them. And like, I've tried. Like, did you reboot? <laughs> yes, I've rebooted it. I've cleaned it. I've wiped it. I've done all the troubleshooting. And obviously, they're required to do a couple of things with you. At the end of it, he basically said... Um, it was so awesome. I forget the guy's name, but I wish I remembered because I give him a shout out on this podcast. It was so funny. He, you know, was talking to me and we were talking about like consulting, consultant on stuff. The phone like, or? Yeah, on the phone. Okay. Um, he, well, I started in chat and he asked yeah. if he could call because he had to do some troubleshooting stuff. And we were just chit-chatting back and forth. He was a really cool dude. And it, he ended with saying, look, I know what you're doing. I know you did this. I know you have multiple, multiple devices and you tried different chargers because I did. I know you try different wattages. I know you know how all that works. I literally can't send you a new device until I send you a new charger and see if that works. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, and when it doesn't work, you'll get a free charger. So there's that. And I'm like, okay. So, cause I knew the charger worked. I plugged my other one into it. The charger. And it charges. So I knew it was so a charger. You get to keep that. Yeah. So I have a, a free bigger charger, yeah. um, which I can use. I believe it's you can use the bigger either. ones. Oh no, they're like 120 yeah. bucks. I have a, you can use the bigger one to charge the surface, the smaller surface, but you shouldn't go the other way around. So I use that one in the kitchen. I, I would never have a charger in my kitchen, but I have a free one that I have no other use for. So mm -hmm. when I'm standing in the kitchen making stuff, I can charge my computer. Um, so that came plugged it in, didn't work, called him up as soon as I got it. He's like, didn't work, did it? And I'm like, no. He's like, figured. You know how the deal with getting a new one, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I hate to do that to you. Do you want me to put the hold on it? And I'm like, no, it's fine. I have other devices. He said, okay. Got the new one back, works perfectly. That's what we're recording on now. It's a beast. Never had it slow down. Love it. I don't like the hinge as much, but I wouldn't use that as a tablet. It's my computer. Mm -hmm. uh, it's my daily. 
Um, and it's awesome. And I got it for 500 bucks. So two new machines later, yep. <laughs> um, that was the best 500 bucks I think I ever spent. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and I you know that guy it. knew for making it so cheap and he probably thought, well, it's out of warranty. I'm screwed. Yeah. I'm going to pawn it off. And really, realistically, I wouldn't be that mad because for 500 bucks for all I got, including the battery. That's what I'm bulge, saying. Throw the computer away if you needed to. I could have still... used it. It wasn't even that bad. I didn't notice it until it I shut and it didn't shut completely mm -hmm. flush. And I Which popped the, I popped the lid off and laid it flat and it wiggled. Mm -hmm. I could have used that for easily a year before it got dangerous. You yeah, know, so probably a way to get in there. Get that 500 bucks. Even at its own would have been fine, but then I sure. got two free computers on top of that. New ones, refurbished ones. So my favorite, um, I wish I had the Surface Book 2 performance base and a Surface Book 1 normal. I'll wait it um, soon. Although that being said, I pop off the display on my personal Surface, personal versus work. I use them both for both, but on my Surface Book 2, I pop off the display more often and it, the hinge is one of the biggest upgrades, I think, in my opinion. It's so it's much... coming out. What's that? When's the three coming out? That's what I'm I saying. don't. I don't know. Um, but I would like if they were both performance bases. But even the pro, the, or the uh, the Surface Book Two without the performance base, I use it all the time. Mm -hmm. And unless I'm doing something like this, I produced my um, wedding video on that using Adobe. Yeah. It has a full Adobe suite. Was it slow? Kinda. Did I wish I had the the Surface? Yes, but I didn't want to get off the couch, so yeah. I was lazy and I dealt with it on the Surface Book Two, and it worked fine. So. It's fine for what I need, but I would say my favorite computer would be a Surface Book 2 with performance base if I had one, but mm -hmm. I do love the two that I have in the way that I have it now. I like them better than the Pro 6. Um, is, are they more pricey? Yes, but the hinge, so much better. If you're working from a couch on a Pro, it's a nightmare. You constantly feel like you're going to drop How much the is Pro the, 6. like a base Pro? Or a book versus a pro. I think the pros are similarly specced. I think they're about 300 more ish. I you think. also have to keep account that comes with a keyboard. That's true. So it's about 150 off. That is true. That's a good point. I, they're, and that they're, build quality in this is it's much better. Yeah. So Surface Book is my long-winded answer. So go for it. All right. My answer is going to be a lot shorter than yours. I know yours just went full in depth. And it's probably going to... Uh, um, make you upset oh boy but you love doing that it's going to be it's also really hot in this office yeah it is <laughs> the macbook pro 15 inch well 16 inch if i had it i mean i hate the butterfly keyboards that keyboard is the worst I, thing honestly speaking i have accidentally grabbed a mini cactus before because I was reaching for something else, missed, <laughs> and I grabbed a mini cactus. It's not I would that rather bad. type on a mini cactus. It's not that bad than typing on that butterfly keyboard. Other, I it's mean, I hate it. Usable. Don't get me wrong. I hate it. One thing I don't like about the Surface line, including the Pro Six, is the keyboard. I make a billion mistakes. The iPad keyboard is a million times better. I would rather type on the Surface's virtual the keyboard, virtual keyboard is than that. Yeah. The, these keyboards on the Surface and the Pros are okay. The Surface Books are a lot better. The, the Surface Book One I actually like better than the Surface Book Two. Yeah. Funny and besides, enough. it's the virtual keyboard. But I would use the virtual yeah, keyboard, not which the, sucks yes. on the Surfaces over the physical I get butterfly. It. The keyboard. butterfly keyboard is nasty, and I'm honestly, if, if I was making it, I'd prefer it back to like. Didn't they switch it back? Yeah, they did, but it's okay. still smaller than it was on the older ones without the touch bar way back. 
not that way back, like three years ago, but still. Hmm. The reason why I pick that computer as my number one computer is because you can do both. You can't get a Windows computer and have OS X on it. You can get a Mac running OS X. You can do that. And Windows. Well, it's going to be... Really, the limitation of that is Apple's fault. I, I, I agree, but I'm still going with the one where I could have both instead of so uh, you're going Hackintosh. To, you're going to give your money to the company that's making it harder yeah. for you to do the thing you want to do. And we did the um, Geekbench. And it outperformed. Okay, I'm not buying the Geekbench thing because technically Geekbench says that I should use my Pro Six over everything. I mean, it did, and but, I guarantee that's not true. But still, what I'm getting at is, and the design's much better. The only thing I don't better like, than a Surface Book for sure. Why? I hate how the, the, the you hate how it doesn't doesn't sit close. Flush. Yeah. yeah, you know how much stuff I like losing in my book bag, pencils, sticky notes, whatever. It's gonna, you. Bradley Gold have loose crap in your bag in the same space as your 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 daily like, hour. No, you put asleep. You're okay. getting the point. It could happen to somebody else, and it bothers me. Uh, I might have a loose lens wipe. It's nice for tra like not traveling. It's like, not nice for anything. It's nice for holding when you're walking around. I, I always feel like I'm gonna break it. Like it's like a nut that's gonna, about to like you're snap. You're not gonna break that. Um, Unless you're the Hulk, you're not gonna break the, it. The, the i or the macbook's design in my opinion is like the classy it looks better you're saying they, i'm you're saying i'm not classy it just looks nicer <laughs> uh, it's just my opinion and i just think the screen i'm just glad they got rid of the boy well, i hope they did at least they didn't bring it back i hope because yeah. i don't follow that as closely the uh backlit apple sign they God, got that's that's annoying. i love that oh uh, so okay well coming from somebody who worked in corporate and coming from somebody who works in corporate that mainly had macs back in the day when you walk around at a conference and they dim the lights because uh, you're like at something, you see, oh, so annoying. Okay, get that. Oh, yeah, they got rid for of it. one, yeah, it's cool. But in a classroom it. when the lights are off, yeah, oh, it's bad. Like especially they, if you're in the front of the class, like I am, and I'm a nerd, and like you said, I went to WVU, and there's like 200 people, yeah. and half of them are using Macs, or three quarters of them are using Macs. You might as well leave the lights on. <laughs> I sat in the back, so oh. I wouldn't have had that issue. But uh, so yours is a MacBook, mine's a Surface. Honestly, if I could, what I like about that is one on it, I'd probably pick the Spectra, the HP Spectra. I've had two of those. I've never had any issues with them. Performance is. What do you mean if you can only have? We're asking your favorite computer. Then it's a MacBook, but it has to have both operating systems. Oh, okay, gotcha. So if I could only have one operating system, I can't pay the what is it, two hundred bucks for the key? Then I would choose the HP Spectra. Gotcha. Okay, um, that leaves us with one more sort of tech-related question, mm -hmm. um, and then I have one more sneaky question, but it's an uh, easy one. Uh, it's sort of yours my, is going to be challenging. It's sort of my fun question, but but not really because fun makes it sound weird. We like to end the podcast, or in our theory, obviously, again, this is the first podcast, but mm -hmm. we want to end the show with kind of like a fun, not fun. Fun's a bad word because mine isn't really fun. I'm going to sound like that a jerk. It's a it's a non-necessarily tech-related questions. So we're not going to ask what's your favorite X, what's your opinion of the new this. We're going to say, be. you know, blah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a, it's an open-ended question is really the, the best one. I, um, I look at it as, as something to, like, make the viewers think. Right, about. and something for us to think. Because, you know, all of these, and I hate it when you just spring stuff on somebody. Like, if I was just like, hey, what's your favorite tablet of all time? 
you're going to say an answer. And then later, I guarantee you'll be driving home or in the shower. You're going to be like, this man, I wish I would have said that because I didn't think of it. So I don't want you to like prepare necessarily, but we, we want each other to at least think about it and have it in the back of our minds. But the last question is just kind of a completely random. It could be something as how was your Christmas to uh, what do you think of Tesla? So um, and or GM for that matter. Tesla is kind of a tech company. So that was misleading. So anyway. The last question in our actual list is, I'll let you go first on this one. Okay. Who is your tech mentor? So I put that in there um, to kind of give props to people that um, you look up to in the tech field, either teacher or somebody in uh, corporate that kind of steered you in a direction that maybe helped your career um, or your, you know, see co- it's a career coming or... It's a, I'm going to cut you off here. It depends on what you're referring to as tech mentor. Like I can only choose one or are you saying no. the person that first introduced me to technology, like the broad field or a specific field? It could be How do you as mean? many people that you want to give a shout out okay. as you want, but um, we're, we're coming up on 52 minutes of this recording raw. So we don't want to bore our listeners too, too much. Okay. Um, but I would choose. Dad. So don't give me like a hundred thousand people. I would say dad. Uh, my dad was probably number one. I'd say he was the first person to, I mean, he was probably the first person for you, but I'll wait till you say he was the first person that like introduced me to technology, not in a sense of a career, but an enjoyment. Um, like I said, we used to play around with those old phones and flip phones and whatnot. And then um, I was bouncing back ideas from a teacher to a veterinarian to everything. And then you honestly were my next step for a tech mentor, you know, seeing how you're succeeding and everything, uh, even though I was still, you know, in high school when you were in college, but I like what you were doing in college and you still worked. When did you work with your dad? it started right after high school yeah so, so you were like right then yeah like when i was in eighth grade so you were like the first thing and that's actually probably why i followed you to wvu because dad went to Penn commercial and i wasn't going to Penn commercial no hate on them but still you didn't want to follow him too close exactly <laughs> and i you know i followed you for a little bit but then i split but my third and final tech mentor would be um that's professor at ptc uh, mr algerham uh, Chuck Elchingham, he's going to probably hate me for calling his first name, but I'm still giving him props. Uh, he actually is the one that like brought me in and I'll give it props to Mr. Gilliam too for teaching me database, but he's the actual one that showed me, you know, the vast, you know, area that is database and I enjoy it. And that's actually probably what I'm going for as a database administrator. Thanks. So I want to cut that short there, but I like I it. Too long. Well, I'm going to um, adjust mine a little bit uh, on the fly because obviously dad was in, in my list. I feel too. like dad would be the, like a tree trunk. He's kind of like the reason we're having this podcast, right? Cause without uh, him giving me his old phone and then me giving we, you, we, we had might, a chain of phones. We to still test. might be in the tech area. Right. But we, wouldn't have this, we, would have. we wouldn't have this interest, right? I know people in the tech field that they ask me questions like, what phone should I get? And I'm yeah, like, seriously? You know, yeah. Did you um, watch thousands of YouTube videos? It's just weird for yeah. are of minds to think about I mean, that, I do, there are people. Every, pretty much everybody in my school is the same way You're like look brad has this new tech brad has this new thing brad yeah. has this new thing and, like, and they're all in the tech like. so, yeah so what's interesting is um um i have a couple so i'm gonna i'm gonna put him aside he's in there but i'm not gonna talk about it because same reasons um the second one is gonna surprise you it's our grandmother now you're thinking what why would this woman who didn't know we i literally have a video of her 
trying to move her mouse up uh-huh. and she moved it to the edge of her mouse pad and the mouse was only halfway up the screen. She's like, hey, how do I get to the rest of the way? Send that to her subscribers on her I know. Page. Yeah, I got to send that. It's it's hilarious. Um, so, she you know, she smacked us. I know. <laughs> you feeling that? She now? passed away at the beginning of this year. So shout out to, to her. 2020. But um, yeah, 2020 is awesome. <laughs> but um, I, I wanted to put her in there kind of as an honorable mention, not like a tech mentor, but honorable mention, because she really is the reason I did not go my original plan to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. Since I was like two, I was stuck on being a, a, a an actual physician. You know, we talked about the um, psychology interest and that wasn't really it. I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon. I yeah. thought it was cool, broke my arm, super into it. Even before that, I wanted to be a doctor all the way since I was, I was like that two. Area, so at least we were similar. I was like two being like, wow, I want to do this. And then, you know, because Pap was always in the hospital all the time and I was around yeah. that a lot. And I thought it was really that's cool. Your, really, that's your only thing you ever wanted to do? I mean, there was like from there there, to there teacher, was, and there was like little switches in there, yeah. like oh, I'm gonna be a a meteorologist because I saw a, something cool, you know. Uh, what do they call I think it? Joe DiNardo, Joe DiNardo landed a helicopter at my elementary school, and for that week, I wanted to yeah. be a meteorologist. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was little switches in there. But the main overall arching trend was was uh, doctor. Until one day, and I remember it vividly, mom was there. I was setting up her new computer and it was her first Mac, her first iMac. And I was setting it up and I was taking all of her old stuff. So I took her old tower Dell monitor, yeah. it was dying, set it up on the kitchen table and I booted it up with the monitor and I put her iMac I where it goes. I vaguely remember this and, and I, I was, was like six. I know, seven. I was transferred. I was in early high school, I think. Um, and I was transferring yeah, files I I was like, and uh, doing all this stuff. Yeah. And, you know, because I always had an interest in tech, yeah. regardless of me wanting to be I mean, a doctor. Like I said, dad. Right. He didn't put us into a career. He put us into the into the field. Right. Yeah. So she said, and I remember it exactly like this to this day. You know, Josh, I know you really want to be a doctor, but I think you should really go into this field. It's booming right now. People are making a bunch of money, being really successful, stable jobs. And even if you lose your job or things are bad, there's another one out there. You know, the field's so broad. You can never know everything. It's not like other fields where you know. And even if you learn everything from 2020. 2020 this year right now next year it's done next year it's done obsolete absolutely so uh and there's also like many ways to do it you know you could do it one way and maybe another way is slightly more efficient so there's always something to do yeah and i remember that and at first i dismissed it uh but then the more i thought about it i was like you know what maybe she's right i could do very well for myself make decent money not stuck into school not stuck into school until i'm 30 um and that's actually what led me into getting into the tech field tech degree mm-hmm. in the first place so she's an honorable mention um the three shout outs that i want to give real quick just for obvious reasons in high school mentor was nancy hoffman did you have her she left right when i got there she was awesome she gave me so much runway that really let me figure out what i liked to do mm-hmm. so i know you know the story but for the listeners um I had a Linux class, which our high school actually offered, which a lot don't, which was really cool. I think we offered it when I got there. And what it was, was you partitioned the school's computers, like the ones that they use for other classes, and you gave a tiny little allocation for Linux, Ubuntu, uh, and you installed it, and then you learned like terminal commands and stuff, and you made like little terminal bash scripts and whatnot. Well, we were going through the installation, everybody's huddled around one computer, and when you go through the installation, the Ubuntu process, you partition it in the Ubuntu installer because you're booting it from the CD or USB. You're running Ubuntu. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were in the installer and disk zero and disk one, she partitioned it correctly, but she installed it on disk zero. Which is the main 
And okay. I was like, I don't think you want to do that. She's like, oh, yeah, I do. And clicked it and tried to boot into Windows and broke and had to call IT to come fix it because she didn't have a key for Windows and all that. So it was a whole thing. So after class, she comes up to me. She's like, do you know how to do this? And I'm like, I've played with it before. She's like, you've installed Ubuntu before? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, can you write up instructions and print them out and give them to me and we'll run through them together. And if it works, I'll print it out for everybody. So I did. And then the rest of that class, she gave me an assignment that she was going to give. Now, she's brilliant. Don't get me wrong. But the, the point of this is she gave me runway to figure it out. She wasn't like, oh, well, I'm going to go figure it out. Or she wasn't like a pompous, like, I'm better than you. Yeah, I'm the I teacher. You're the student. Yes. She was like, wow, I didn't know that. You taught me something. And she just had... You know, I learned so much more from her. Even as a teacher, I feel like she was a student. Yeah, and she was. And she let me fail, which I think is the best thing. She wasn't like, no, that's wrong. She's like, go figure it out. And in IT, that's invaluable. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to be like, hey, this is how you do it. There's no exact way to do it when you're troubleshooting. Sure. And and that is that was invaluable. So she would give me an assignment. I would do it. She would add three days and then give the assignment to the rest of the class. And I asked questions like crazy. I wasn't some brainiac. I knew how to install Ubuntu, but I didn't know all these terminal yeah, I commands. I took an advanced computer applications class, and the pr principal came down and told me that I had to quit the class. He was going to give me an honorary A before I finished, like, two projects because I got them done, like, a week, and it was supposed to be a month and a half project. And the other thing, too, is we, we sound awesome, like, the rock stars and we are like the thing in some regards but the reason she would add three days is half the time people because i sat in the back of that class half the time people were just playing games the whole time so mm -hmm. like people yeah. screwed around but anyway um I, she's number one because she really graham's got it started and she really solidified hey maybe i am good at this in my opinion, and she actually kind of like you're playing bowling and those people are kind of like the bumpers. Yeah. So you're Get, keeping wrong, in your yeah. lane. Like, hey, go do this, do this, do this. She, um, you know, by not giving me the answer like other places tended to do and, and letting, showing me that I, not just my family and other people thought I was really good at this, really solidified my decision to go into to computer science slash MIS. So um, props to her for, you know, There's teaching one. me what I needed to know and also letting me fail. Um, so in college... It was Nanda Surendra, Dr. Nanda. Um, he was an MIS or is an MIS professor at WVU. And he very, in a much similar way to why I liked Ms. Hoffman, he learned with you. He gave us assignments that he himself wasn't quite sure how to do and figured it out with us. Um, you know, nobody can know everything. It was a coding class. Nobody knows everything. Mm -hmm. He would come up with a cool idea and we'd all try to figure it out together. Um, he was doing the project with us so like some people even got a little bit ahead of him because you you go different areas yeah. it's so big some people would focus on ui first and then connect the back end some people would go to this one uh program or this other subset and he might even not, not have even caught to it yet so it was a class that kind of everybody helped each other uh because hey did anybody do the ui uh button click yet how do you change the color i can't figure it out oh yeah here's how you do it let me help you or maybe the professor did that already or knows how to do it because he obviously knows how to do stuff like that but I started to see a trend of people that I like that aren't like, this is how you do it. They are very open and, and let you succeed. I'd rather a teacher and, be a student yeah. than a teacher be a right. teacher. And they, like when you ask questions, learned better that way. When you ask questions, most of the time he was like, oh, X, Y, Z. Or he said, figure it out and made you do it, but you knew the answer. But there's every once in a while that he's like, oh, I don't know. Let's figure it out. He wasn't like, oh, that's easy. And then, you know, tries you to look like he knows that or something. Right. 
And the third and final one won't come to any surprise to you. Um, it's uh, Michael Askins. Shout out to you because you'll that? probably listen to this. He um, number had, one fan, huh? Yeah, maybe he'll be our <laughs> number one fan. Yeah, um, he is somebody that I uh, worked with in the past for a very long time, and I'm still very close with. And um, he got me into being a consultant, which I kind of never really thought because I thought I was very shy, which I am. But when it comes to work, I like being around people. I knew I didn't want to be locked away in a, in a cube uh, coding all day. Um, and he, he got me into consulting and, and showed me that, you know, maybe I was actually good at that too, which I'd like to think I am. And he also got me into um, the Microsoft realm, specifically Microsoft Azure. And I found two things with that. One, um, I love it. <laughs> and two, yes, it's very lucrative because the demand's so low. So there's a bunch, or, or demand's so high and the supply is so low, I should say. There's a bunch of IT people, but very few are specifically focalizing, oh, specializing or focusing on that specific area. Yeah. Um, so it's very rewarding and it's very challenging and I enjoy it a lot. So, um, you know, props to him for, and in the same way as the other two, he's somebody that will jump in, help you figure it out, doesn't belittle you. When I worked for him, uh, I started as an intern and he would let me do actual projects and deliver them because he trusted that I would get it done, do it right, and don't make the company look bad. Um, I didn't want handheld. I have been in the game for a long time. I actually took a pay deduction and went a little backwards in my career to move forward. Um, you know, going from a contractor back to an intern at the end of the, the college. Um, but I know I wanted to get into something different with Microsoft Realm and all yeah. of that and the consulting. So he knew that I had background. He knew that I wasn't somebody fresh, um, had some experience and he, was the first person to actually recognize that and gave me projects that actually I found meaningful and worth something and not just practice. Um, and you know, the rest is history. So there's the shout outs. So I think we have one more question, which is our mm -hmm. random question. I'll let you go first. Uh, my random question. I didn't take your advice as much because I'd like my random question to be semi tech related. That's fine. I want it, it, the, the requirement was it, it or there wasn't a requirement. The only caveat was it didn't have to be. But I'm going to be putting you in a, a imaginary realm where you're the creator of every single, you know, you own Apple, you own all these companies, every single cell phone company. Um, if you could create your best phone from any maker, what would it be? Uh, your choices are screen design, performance, camera, and battery. So, so when I'm saying, pick, like, like, say, I want the uh, Note 10 plus screen okay. to this design. Gotcha. So the screen. I, this design. is obviously going to change. So this is going to need to be a reoccurring segment on yeah. this, this 2020 show. at 8.26 p.m. Yeah. on 4-2-2020. Uh, yeah. um, so I think I would take the... Let's go screen first. The screen of the note. Okay. The form. Design, yeah. Form factor. Including size. So you're going to have to cut the screen a little bit. Of the OnePlus 6T, I take the performance, performance of the OnePlus 7 Pro. Or 8 Pro or whatever it's out now. The camera of the... I'm actually going to go with the camera of the Note 2. I really like the Note 10's camera. Hey, one, uh, you know, who's uh, yeah. lines? Yeah, I'm going to go with the camera. What was my other choices? Battery is the last choice. And I feel like screen. Uh, I would take the battery and the charger of... The OnePlus. I feel like the screen we should have 
put in a factor of more of like refresh rate. See, if I was answering that question, See, that, I probably that, would have chose the S20 Ultra. The 90 hertz. 120 hertz. And that just really hasn't, uh, that really hasn't just, I don't know. That that hasn't done a lot for me for some reason. I, I, I don't know. Maybe if I would go back, I'd notice it a lot more. But I don't know, man. Um, it, does a lot. it did a lot. Yeah, I don't know. So I, I'd probably say... The so battery. screen, you're going Note 10. Design, you're going OnePlus 6T. Performance, you're going the 8 Pro because it's probably going to be the best. The camera, you're going Note 10. And the battery and with that, the charger, you're going the 8 Pro, which is makes sense as to why you like OnePlus the best. Uh, you only chose the Samsung on two things, and they're kind of meaningless. Like, the screen is not yeah, terrible it's on the OnePlus, good, yeah. and neither is the camera. Um, so I... I think too the charger and the battery has to go hand in hand for the OnePlus because it doesn't have wireless charging. That kind of annoys me a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it charges with wireless charging, especially actually the ones that I have are pretty good. These oh, it's not a, it's like at bedtime when you put it down, it's slightly like off. Oh no, the one I have was really good. Oh, okay. Um, I had that problem too. Actually, the Samsung ones themselves, I've had that problem with a lot. The ones that tilt. Um, the flat ones, I actually have a lot better luck with, but that being said, the fast charging on the OnePlus is insane and the battery will last forever. So like I rarely charge it overnight. I plug it in when I'm like, like that's one new thing that's happening. Nobody's, or at least you and me who talk about it, we're not charging our phones every night. You know, you don't have to make sure to plug in your phone. That's something that I have done recently. I actually started doing it with with your note, yeah, note and uh, it, because I just realized, why am I doing this? I go to bed with like thirty percent. See, I go back. Well, I, I would go to two. bed with like thirty percent of using it all day, and then I plug it in, and I like go shower and get ready for bed, and it'd be at like eighty by the yeah. time I'm done. And I'm like, why am I leaving it plugged in for eight more hours? Mm-hmm. See, the one the iPhone, I give them props again for that because they have the smart saver battery where it slowly increases your battery. Like oh yeah, to make sure it's charged at That's really twenty. Cool. I did have one instance where this might have been an issue. Like if you're like having an emergency, like you get a call and say, "Hey, mom's in the hospital or whatever, you gotta go," and your phone's like on thirty yeah. percent, that might be an issue. But that's but again, with fast charging, you know, you could plug it in the car and well, the issue it might still think it's nighttime. Well, that's true. So I don't know how you to get around sh- that. Shut that off yeah. or something. But I, I mean, how often does that happen? Plus, you know, me, I just use my other cell phone, right? Um, cool. So what would be your complete list real quick? Okay. I need to get that list back out. Cause I kind of forgot. Not going to lie. I had to write it down. Um, so screen, I would choose the, uh, like I said, this S 20 ultra, mm-hmm. uh, has the 120 Hertz, which goes down to 1080p, um, which sucks. I wish you had an option destroy the battery. I know, but still, or make it 90 Hertz and whatever. This, it's going to be the S20 Ultra. Um, design, I'm going with the iPhone 11. I just love how it's big enough to like watch videos on and not like squint like the iPhone 4s, but it's small enough to like one hand use type texting while you're like jogging or walking or whatever, or it's not like huge in your pocket, you know, whatever. Um, performance isn't <sighs> The OnePlus is awesome. This S20 Ultra also has the 12 gigs of RAM. Actually, I think if you can bump it up to like 16 now, which is just crazy. But the CPU, the 812 on the iPhone, like I've never had an issue with performance on my iPhone. So I'm going iPhone again for that. 
Uh, camera, I'm going the Note. Uh, yes, I didn't even write a blog about that yet. But the camera on the Note 10 past the iPhone. And then battery life is the, uh, the, the iPhone. And my current SIM is in the Note because I love it so much. <laughs> and yeah. I don't understand why. I can, I can buy that. All right. So my uh, random question is very timely. Um, and I'll kind of give my gist of it first to give you, you a couple. You have to write it down, huh? No, I didn't. Um, it's not that specific. It's very okay. open-ended. Yeah. Um, I'll give mine so you have a couple minutes since it is more open-ended to think about it while I'm, I'm talking. Okay. Um, my question is, how has the 2020 COVID-19, I know 19 means it started in 19, but it really impacted us in the United States in 2020. March, um, how has, has it impacted you the most? Obviously, it's impacted you in many ways. You recently turned 21. We've gone to a couple bars, had some beers, and now everything's shut down. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, obviously, restaurants, we can't go into a restaurant like we usually do on days mm -hmm. like today, which is why we're recording a podcast, because well, what else are we going to do? Yeah, I mean, um, literally, not everything is closed. Actually, I can um, answer that question now if you, if you want me to, or you can go first. No, I'll, I'll go first, because okay. mine's very obvious. Um, it's sure. affected me in many ways. There's a lot of business that we're getting uh, through my organization that is focusing on getting people remote, um, and that that's a big part of it. Um, part A, uh, it kind of makes me feel not like I'm right alongside the police and fire and nurses and medics, but it, it kind of makes me feel like I'm giving back a little bit, not the same way as I'm saving these people. You know, I'm not comparing yeah. myself to a, a police officer or a nurse or any of that, or not even a stock person at Walmart. I think they're better. So don't hate me in the comments. But what I do think is it gives me a way to give back. It's not like I'm just over here creating a, a an Azure farm for some corporation to increase their efficiency 0.1% or a million percent or whatever it may be, I'm actually doing something that's going to get people to work from home and enable them to stay safe, stay with their families, limit the exposure. I mean, theoretically, I mean, if you look at it in a broad sense, if that works out for bigger companies you're saving lives it could be and i mean there's lives dying for people i like i like the ability just to give back it's it's, it's a you know some jobs are, are deemed non-essential and, and mine is because i work with essential businesses and we just did a, a phone system replacement where we were able to do it within 24 hours and the next day everybody was home that was insane it was a headache it was a real pain i worked a lot that day you were there i was stressed um but it was wine spirits was closed <laughs> it was uh yeah wine and spirits was closed it was it was one of those things though at the end of it you look back and you're like wow that's cool i did something that actually mattered today mm -hmm. um so that's one reason uh, the other quick you reason and i wrote a huge what's that you said your question is how did COVID 19 affect you the most the most so that's the biggest part but Overall, I consider that a positive. I didn't. I said affected. Okay. Affected could be plus or minus. Okay. The minus is I had to move my wedding, and I, I was just going to throw that in there at the end because I wrote a huge blog on it that got a lot of got a lot of looks. Um, so, yeah, we had to move my wedding. It was originally April eighteenth. We had to move it up to March 29th. and we indefinitely canceled uh, the uh, the reception and reschedule for a later date. Whenever this is going to you know, calm down. We did that way before because regardless of the legalities, we didn't want to bring all those people in uh, with, with this going on. But, um, you know, with me getting kicked off my parents' health insurance and with everything being shut down, we didn't want to delay it anymore. So 
we we moved it up and that was weird and he could read the blog on that i'll include it in the show notes um because it was probably the biggest way it affected me um obviously my through my organization is the longest amount of time it's still affecting me and it will um, still affect you and for, will continue to for months gone, yeah. right because there's going to be a lot of cleanup but uh, the biggest thing on a personal perspective was that so i know you if you don't talk about this working from home or you know, learning from home. I definitely want to have you touch on that a mm-hmm. little bit. I don't know if that's some stealing your thunder, so, but if that's not it, give two. That I would say that's two. Okay. Uh, that's the second one, not the number one. Um, this working, or I'm, I can always say working because it, it's essentially is. Mm-hmm. But learning going from school at home um, didn't affect me in a negative way as much as I expected. Um, a lot of our classes now, like I said, I was in. I'm in fifth term now, and uh, one through three pretty much have you know lecture, vocab, notes, a few labs. But at the point of where I'm at, it's pretty much all labs. Sure, you know the teacher lectures about this new thing or whatever, but you could read the PowerPoint, you could watch a YouTube video of somebody doing it, and you can get the gist, and you could do the lab. I mean that's pretty much what it is. So I haven't really got affected that much about it. I mean, there's some positives, you know, I get to sleep in. I, my brother asked me, I had class at 10.30 and I rolled out of bed at like 10.05. And he goes, you have class in like 25 or 25 minutes. And my class actually starts at 10.15, a 15 minute lead way for you to join. I'm like, well, technically it's in 10 minutes. <laughs> and I went and got like some cereal and coffee and sat down. Yep. So, I mean, there's some positives. I don't like how I have to like email my professor and again, wait similar to WVU, you know, big lecture halls in a sense where I have to wait for my question and then like, oh wait, I forgot about my question or I forgot how I'm going to word it or whatever. That was, um, I'd say it's a medium. It doesn't really bother me much. Uh, Obviously, and you should know this, the uh, um, biggest thing that has impacted me was uh, my job. You know, I'm a server at a restaurant. That was my income. So now without having that, uh, you know, I haven't collected unemployment yet. I probably should. Uh, I was expected to be on close two weeks. So I had some money saved up. And, you know, by the time you find the unemployment sign up, wait the two weeks, you only get like one check. So I wasn't even worrying about it. But now that we're looking two weeks plus another month, I'm a little, little sketchy on it. Um, obviously, that affected me the most because... Yeah, and your money out, no money in. And your girlfriend works there too, yeah. so you're both affected. Same yeah. place, the real. So we're like, hey, how about you pay? Like, like, I don't have any money. How about you pay? And like, oh, we don't have any money. Yeah. Okay, let's eat ramen. Eat ramen. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I mean, we do have money saved up, so it's not like a death issue, you know. But still, it's absolutely yeah. So that affected me the most, and on top of that, I feel like it's just straight boredom. And I hate to be that guy, you know, I have all this tech, I literally have every single, um, what do you call it, um, media, like Netflix, Hulu, Prime, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, I think I named them all, or YouTube TV, YouTube TV. Oh, yeah. Um, I have movies on iTunes and everything, games to play, you know, all this stuff. And I just find myself bored. I see what you mean. Another, you know, way that it impacted me, um, not as big as those two things, but the gym being closed, we built like yeah. a, a gym in our basement, um, you know, an impromptu gym. And it's actually kind of nice. Uh, it's given me some time off my hip because that's been bothering me again too. So it's probably a good thing. But um, that's usually all I do after work or in the middle of work because in, in I think a, a, 
a, uh, a blog. I might have wrote about that. If not, I will about how I love going, working from home. Just normally I love going to the gym in the middle of the day. It's less people. Um, you're it's it's quicker because you don't have to wait and it gives you a break, you know, after around lunchtime, you're dragging, like you have like a solid four, yeah. five, maybe three, depending on when you got up hours in mm-hmm. and you're like, you're starting to spin. It's a perfect way to break it up and then dive, dive right back in. So, um, that being closed has kind of affected me a good bit. Um, but, uh, and I don't, that's usually all I do. I usually just go to the gym. You have to admit that but the I think, bar is being closed. I'd love no, to go to a bar outdoor. I know, but we, we usually don't. And, and that's the thing is like, we usually go out on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. You usually go out to eat on Wednesdays. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Monday we usually are at home anyway, watching Game of Thrones. Sure. And the weekends I might go out once on a Sunday. We might go shopping or something, but it's not like we're like big parties yeah, or like, to the, or go to the like I mean, friend's house I'm coming from like a 21 year old in my class. Like there's people who can't even, you know, have fun or experience anything yeah. like that. And the it's thing about cool. it is, I think it's just the fact that we can't. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's like I can't and now it's I'm like, I'm like, oh. legit scratching to go to Best Buy right now. I, <laughs> like, I just want to walk around and look I, at this I know, stuff. go to the mall and just like walk around. Exactly. Like, but, but obviously social distancing is important. Um, you know, this thing is, is a serious threat. We want to make sure that we are um, keeping everybody happy and healthy and, and safe. So we'll continue to go by the guidelines, um, not to make light. There's people that are actually, you know, affected by this in, in harsh yeah. ways. So thank you to the actual true heroes out there that are, you know, in the, in the hospitals and making all the equipment that's necessary and in, in getting these people mm-hmm. safe. Um, give a quick shout out to the people who are actually staying home. You oh know, yeah. And people- we go to the park, Chris and I, my, my twin and I, we went out to the, uh, uh park near our town, about 20 minute drive. And there's like 250 people there, you know, not six feet apart. They're just walking mm-hmm. around. There's kids swinging on like the swings and yeah, sliding I saw on an the article about, Oh, it's fine to be at a park. I'm just playing tennis. We're more than six feet apart. And I'm like, you're touching yeah, the ball. Or basketball. Like, you know, <laughs> you hit people with the face you're and everything. You're sweating it's, and like, yeah. oh, no. Like, six feet apart. Stay six feet apart. Mm-hmm. Go for a walk around your neighborhood. I mean, Go to the park, sure. But walk or run and respect people's... Mm-hmm boundaries you know yeah. if you if you're not worried about it that's your decision uh but you know and you I've might seen... be infecting somebody who's immunocompromised or the exactly. elderly or something like that so if you don't think it's a big deal that is your decision other people might respect their boundaries I'm at the very least not gonna tell you guys how to live your life i'm just giving a quick shout out to the people who are absolutely staying home. all right so this is our our first episode is in the bag um obviously is we go, we'll be adapting. We're going to have a video channel here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be we're learning what we like and don't like. I think this was pretty good. I hope you guys feel the same. You know, we're getting our feet wet in the podcast world. So I'm sure our, our podcast will get better and better as we go. But thanks for the listen. Um, we will uh, get this uploaded uh, somewhere as soon as we can. Yeah. And, um, you know, check back for podcast two. We're going to hopefully make this a weekly thing, especially since the the what virus else are we going to do? Right? Keeping us at home, so we'll probably make it weekly. Uh, lives get busy, so we might miss one here and there, but we'll try to get it out at least once a week and uh, go from there. So any final shout-outs you have, Brad? I think I got it there. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.